something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Brett Wood, the writer and director of The Seventh Daughter, and I thank you for coming back for the second of three bonus episodes. One in which I'll share some scenes that were removed from the podcast prior to its release. After what is now episode 5, Paradise, there was to be an episode entitled The Lecture. It was an episode devoted mostly to Albert von Schrenk-Notzing. I'm thoroughly fascinated by this person. Yes, he was a real person, and I wanted to represent more of the research he was conducting, which I did by quoting directly and extensively from his book, Phenomena of Materialization, the English-language publication was 1920, so it's perfectly situated in the period we're dealing with. One purpose of the lecture was to explain what a cabinet sitting was, how it works, the dimensions of a cabinet, the process of performing a seance, and a more detailed description of teleplasm and the kinds of ghosts that appear in Episode 8. The intention was that, by having this lengthy primer in cabinet sittings, 
the listener would better understand what's going on in the episode that would come next, The Cabinet. But it turned out listeners didn't really need all that explanation, and there really was no reason for the descriptions of other Cabinet sittings, other than to satisfy my love for medical curiosities. Gentlemen, gentlemen, come to order, if you please. I recognize you are all quite eager to listen to today's lecture. And it is with great pride, and no small expense, (laughs) that the Mid-Atlantic College of Medicine brings to you our esteemed guest. For more than ten years, Baron von Schrink has sought truth in the fantastical. Determined to provide a scientific explanation for the inexplicable. Since 1909, he has attended seances and cabinet sittings by the world's most celebrated mediums, employing the most advanced scientific and photographic tools, he has documented telekinetic phenomena, teleplastic phenomena and establish the principles by which mediumistic occurrences are today substantiated. Welcome, Freiherr von schrink Thank you, Dr. Hubert, for the flattering introduction. If you've come today to hear my pronouncement as to the existence of a psychical realm, what we commonly call the beyond, I'm afraid I must disappoint you. As impressive and convincing as are the many psychical manifestations I have witnessed, the evidence remains inconclusive. But I can tell you without reservation that we also cannot disprove the existence of a spiritual realm. Far too much evidence exists for us to dismiss such a thing based on a lack of physical, tangible, quantifiable evidence or the exposure of charlatans whose selfish greed clouds our research with their theatrical illusions and parlor tricks. The charlatan is the enemy of science and must be exposed, must be disproven, and must be driven in shame back to the den of thieves from whence they emerged. Today, I will present to you case histories of two mediums who have the potential to throw open the doors of perception and allow us to interact with the psychical realm. If you will dim the lights, please, I have prepared a series of lantern slides to illustrate. Plate one. You are no doubt already familiar with this woman, known publicly as Eva C. Undoubtedly, the most gifted and consistently successful spirit medium, more than a hundred scientific men have had the pleasure of observing Eva C.'s talents. Plate two. 
is a diagram of the parlor in which the sittings occur. The medium sits there, encased on three sides by an enclosure of black drapes known as the cabinet. The medium's hands remain visible at all times, usually gripping the sides of the curtains that frame the front side of the cabinet. Plate three. Eva is brought to the cabinet already submerged in a hypnotic state. A female assistant guides her to her seat in the cabinet. She closes the front curtains, careful that her hands remain visible at all times, and opens them when she feels the materialization is about to commence. Plate 4. Just before the phenomenon occurs, painful sensations are experienced on the part of the medium. She sighs and groans and recalls the condition of a woman in the act of parturition. These paroxysms vary from expressions of misery to ecstasy. When the materializations do appear, it usually occurs as follows. Plate 5. A substance emanates from the body of the medium. It externalizes itself and is amorphous or polymorphous in the first instance. Its appearance is generally announced by the presence of fluid, white and luminous flakes. The substance itself emanates from the whole body of the medium, but especially from the natural orifices and the extremities, from the top of the head, from the breasts, and the tips of the fingers. The most usual origin, which is most easily observed, is from the mouth. Plate 6. The substance occurs sometimes as a true protoplastic mass, sometimes in the form of numerous thin threads, sometimes as cords of various thicknesses, or in the form of a woven material with indefinite and irregular outlines. Sometimes it moves slowly up or down across the medium on her shoulders or her breast or on her knees with a creeping motion resembling that of a reptile. Plate 7. A mass of teleplasm emerging from the medium's hands. Plate Eight, emergence of teleplastic material like luminous cloudy ribbons suspended from the mouth and nose of the medium. Plate nine, a nebulous mass has formed on the right neck and shoulder of the medium, taking the form of a second human head. The publication of these findings 
by myself and others has caused skeptics to question the veracity of the images and the materializations themselves. My response has been to impose even greater controls upon the conditions under which the sittings occur, and to make greater demands upon the medium herself to dispel any skepticism there may be. Eva C. has consented to perform her sittings nude, except for a black cloth draped over her abdomen and feet. If any medium can rival the materializations produced by Eva C., that person would be Stanislava P. I first examined her when she was 18 years of age, still a virgin, not yet distracted by the obligations of family, and as a result in full command of her psychical abilities. After the sitting, Stanislava submitted herself to a lady physician, and this physician provided me with a virginity certificate concerning the medium. Eva C., by comparison, is 26 years old and past what is considered, scientifically speaking, a medium's prime. Plate 12. Stanislava arrived in the parlor wearing a blue dressing gown. Nothing more. Before every sitting, the young girl went into a separate room accompanied by the author's wife or some other lady who superintended her toilette. There she undressed completely and put on the seance costume. A black tricot suit which has been tailored to conform to her body. This garment, prepared at the suggestion of a Paris physician, consists of one piece and has only one opening at the back from the waist to the neck. The feet are enclosed as stockings. Once the medium is inside, the back of the costume is laced together from the junction of the tights at the buttocks up to the collar, and the knot is lead-sealed. The medium's mouth was closely examined by means of a spatula to which an electric lamp was attached. Her sinus cavities were tested by having her blow her nose forcefully through a handkerchief, one nostril, then another. It is the obligation of science to determine with absolute certainty that no deception by means of hidden objects is taking place. This is, after all, science, not simple morbid curiosity. After each sitting, I provide an emetic of my own formulation, which enables me to examine the contents of the woman's stomach. A black hood is placed over her head and sewn into the collar of the suit in stitches tight enough that a fingertip cannot be pushed between them. White gloves, to preserve visibility in the lamplight, are sewn onto the sleeves of the garment. Thus attired, 
completely encased in transparent fabric from head to foot. The medium is lit to the cabinet. Hypnotization performed by myself. You will keep your eyes fixed on the glow of the candle. When I move the candle, follow the flame with your eyes, while keeping your head perfectly still. And though your eyes remain open, your vision will darken, your mind begins to recede into the shadows of the unconscious. The medium's hands grasp the curtain and remain visible during the whole sitting. Suddenly, she commences to whimper, makes muscular efforts, and gives cries of pain. The hands become cool. Efforts continue. Mediumistic labor. White wisp, about half a yard long, penetrates the veil before our eyes and places itself upon her left upper arm. At the next opening of the curtain, a substance hangs in broad strips out of the mouth, and at the lower end, a finger seems to be attached to it. God be with you till we meet again. Do you also see it? Look at the bottom. Just the tip of a finger. A fingertip has materialized from the teleplasm. A thick, soft cloud of solid substance diaphanous, luminous, simply extraordinary. I must stop. The pain is unbearable. It's fine, Stanislava. You've performed wonderfully. Thank you. Thank you. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. 
In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tail. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. After the lecture, we find that not all medical authorities share Von Schrenk's belief in psychical realms. The headmaster provided a welcome voice of skepticism in the face of Albert's blind faith. Have a seat, Albert. We should have our little talk before they whisk you away to some dinner engagement. That was quite some lecture you gave today. Thank you, sir. Sensational, one might say. It's rare to have the entire gallery full of students standing in the aisles. Any more lectures like this and we may need to charge admission. (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment, sir. Hmm. You shouldn't, necessarily. I beg your pardon? It's just that when something attracts this much public attention, is this sensational, one has to question whether it is a legitimate field of study. Why, I do believe you're jealous. (laughs) I can't help but feel that this area of study does not belong in an academy of medicine. Dr. Hubert... 
This is academic inquiry. This is science. Calling something science does not make it science. Let's be honest with one another. What you're studying is theoretical at best. But how can you properly investigate something for which there is no physical evidence? My God, I've compiled volumes. My phenomena of materialization is is 500 pages long. It provides page after page of evidence. Besides, you can't see or touch electromagnetic waves... Where was the evidence of gravity before Isaac Newton? Uh, A heliocentric solar system? The evidence was there, but people didn't yet know how to interpret it. And the evidence is here, and I'm trying to develop a means of understanding it. Don't upset yourself, Albert. I won't have my work ridiculed by someone of such narrow vision. My vision may be narrow, but at least my eyes are open. What do you mean by that? I'm sorry, Freiherr, but at times your confidence in these spirit mediums feels misguided. The ghostly faces she summons are obviously photographs cut from newspapers and hidden about her person somewhere. There is no possible place in which she could hide them. She has been thoroughly searched, either by myself or Madame Bison, who usually examines the uh, the intimate areas of Eva's body. But you can see for yourself. They are pieces of paper. And when you published the images, there were skeptics who located the editions of the papers from which they were taken. (laughs) Dr. Hubert, she is producing an earthly representation of something that has no physical form. For us to be able to see it with our own eyes, it has to assume some physical substance that we can understand. Paper is a substance we can see, so the spirit materializations often takes the form of ordinary paper. Albert, in one photograph, which you yourself published, we see headlines printed on the back of the paper. The apparition, whatever you want to call it. How do you possibly explain why... As I have said... The materializations travel through Eva. She physicalizes them, and she must do this by conjuring materials that resemble materials from our world, familiar to Eva and the participants in the sitting. The teleplasm that uncurls from her nose and mouth may look like cotton wool, but that is the spirit assuming a physical form, a physical form that our minds can actually see and try to comprehend. Why are you shaking your head? Because I am trying very hard to understand you, but cannot. Am I so difficult to understand? The students in the lecture seem to have... You are either the biggest fool the world has ever known to be taken in by all this humbug... How dare you suggest that... Or you are the most clever purveyor of humbug the world has ever known. I mean, Phineas T. Barnum is an amateur compared to you, Baron von Schrink. If this is the case, then some part of me would like to commend you. Well, if you'll excuse me, I need to... There is a third option. 
You believe in it because you want it to be true. Either because the professional rewards it could bring to you, and because you were so desperate for some assurance of the existence of an afterlife and a spirit world, that you have convinced yourself it is real. And you will not allow yourself to entertain the slightest doubt as to its authenticity. Hmm. Which are you, Baron von Schrenk? I love the world of the seventh daughter and would love to have the opportunity someday to further flesh it out, tell the backstory of Caglios, reveal what happens next to Pearl. Hopefully iHeartRadio will consider the show successful enough to warrant another season. If you would like that to happen, one simple thing you can do is go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a star rating and even write a review. It helps to show that The Seventh Daughter has listeners who care about the characters and want to hear more from them. Now there's one more bonus episode to come. It doesn't present more deleted scenes. No, it's something really special for the superfan. And I'm not going to say anything more about it. Just tune in, you'll see. This is Brett Wood, and I thank you for listening to these bonus episodes and for supporting The Seventh Daughter as a whole. The Seventh Daughter is a production of iHeartRadio. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the Ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.